The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Me and Joshua just got back from our mission trip in the Philippines, and God did a lot of amazing things in the Philippines. I'm still waiting for confirmation regarding salvations and the number of people that the Lord healed. The Lord healed many, and we held a whole day conference and training in uh, one in General Santos City, one in Candelaria, Zambales Province, one in Pampanga, and of course the four days retreat in Pampanga and two Sunday miracle services. It was a hectic trip. It was a long trip and a tiresome one too. But there are a lot of things that are going on. And I know for sure that there are 18 people that got saved who responded to the altar call in General Santos City. The Lord healed many, both in General Santos, Alabel, and Zambales Province. Praise reports are still, uh, are still coming in from the group. And of course, we trained and ministered to about 300 pastors and leaders. Amen. So I'm going to uh, share with you about the praise reports from the Philippines as they come. I would like to personally thank you for uh, praying for me and Josh and also for those who sowed a seed, financial seed, uh, for this mission trip. Amen. While, while there, we were able to, uh, to go and uh, stay for about three days into an area where um, the West uh, Philippine Sea, where there is a continued altercation between uh, China and the Philippines that Paul doesn't know. Uh, China was being belligerent as far as, as, far as really challenging um, and wanting to take the territories of the Philippines, where a lot of uh, oil deposits are in that, uh, in that part of the country. But we prayed for it. We saw that the military are on high alert, and I encouraged the uh, leaders there and the pastors to continue to cover their president and all of his advisors uh, for God to give him wisdom because they needed it. And the majority of the Filipino people, they didn't even know the danger uh, that they're in. But praise God. God is faithful. God is loving and almighty. And there's a lot of things going on, even in the Philippines. Uh, the move of God is uh, very evident. Uh, I mean, he corrected, he corrected the leaders in that country while loving on them. Only God can do that. Amen? And what I'm going to share with you today is one of the frequent questions that I receive, that I've been getting, either, either here in the U.S., as well as in the Philippines, is how to hear the voice of God, how to recognize Him, how to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Him. And um, 
I, I thank God for my relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I thank God that, uh, that I learned early on in my spiritual walk how to recognize his voice. And please, um, uh, for those who say that God doesn't talk to his people anymore, only by his word, and said that is really wrong because of what Jesus said. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus says that my sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Or in other translation, my, my sheep hears my voice, and to the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. And also at the same time, we, we, we hear, and probably you heard yourself say this, Satan is telling me this. Satan is saying this to me. You, how come if, if God doesn't talk to his people anymore, how come his people, some of his people are listening to Satan? No, my dear brothers and sisters, God does not change. He still talks to us. He wants to commune with us through the Holy Spirit. And we hear his voice. And we, I can even hear him in the midst of a crowd. He is leading me uh, how to teach and, and to give examples when, when I'm on a, on a conference that people even notice. How come you don't read your notes when you're holding a conference? I held a retreat for about four days with Joshua. And uh, yes, we read, we read scriptures, but we don't really necessarily follow the notes because the Holy Spirit will take over. And that is the best thing. You have to learn to be comfortable in being uncomfortable because the Holy Spirit is leading us to where we've never been before. And the revelation, understanding, and wisdom come from Him. Okay? Yes, we hear the voice, we hear the voice of God, or we hear what God is saying to the church by the preaching of His Word. When we read and meditate on His Word, we get our answers a lot of times. And the preaching in the pulpit or through this radio, yes, we hear God and what He wants or our instruction. Number two, we also hear from God from the prophecy to the nations, to you personally, and to the church. We hear that word because it's thus saith the Lord. And number three, I don't encourage it because the scripture said do not encourage. But God can communicate with you in your sleep through dreams and visions. And how do you know if your dream is from God? God is in it, okay? God is in it. And uh, we don't need to give interpretations of types and shadows like in the Old Testament. We have the Holy Spirit now. So that is the best thing. And if you do not understand still what God is telling you, all you need to do is to get down on your knees and spend time, and the Holy Spirit will reveal those things to you. Okay? But what really is the matter now that is important is how to hear the voice of God yourself personally. You cannot, you cannot have an intimate relationship with someone like with, with Jesus if you do not communicate with him, if you don't hear his voice, and if you don't talk to him. It is a very, a very personal relationship with God, and that's what he wants. Remember, don't believe Anyone who tells you that God doesn't speak in an audible voice 
anymore because of what Jesus said in John chapter 10, which I just read to you. My sheep hear my voice. Okay? Those who say that God doesn't speak in an audible voice again, it means to say that they have not heard from God. Okay? They, they're hearing other voices. We can also check whether we hear from God or not. A lot of times, it just come into your mind or God will whisper in your heart and you know that it didn't come from you, it came from Him. Or if you want to test it, it's First John chapter 4. Okay, I can only give what I have, okay? And this is how I started my personal relationship with the Lord. This is how I start communicating with Him. As soon as I got born again, got baptized by the Holy Spirit, I always set aside time for Him. I did everything in my power to hear more from Him, to get to know Him, and to learn His ways of doing things. It was actually an exciting experience, and it is continued to be glorious and exciting. I wanted to know the three divine persons in one God. And to get to know the three divine persons in one God, the only way is through the second divine person, through our Lord Jesus Christ, God the Son. Okay? He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. So I spend more time with Jesus, asking Him questions, thanking Him for calling me, asking Him to prepare me for the greater works, and I always ask him, make me obey you. I don't want, I don't want you to regret that you called me in the front lines. I am so grateful for Jesus. And yes, I love him. I'm in love with Jesus. The things that he did, even, even with my family, for saving them and protecting them, it, it, it's just amazing to me. Why can't I not trust him? Why cannot I? I not trust him with his life. He is very protective of me. As, as I do his bidding and my heart is right, he will always protect me and provide a way for me if I stumble or even when I fall. So I spend time with him. I always set aside a date with Jesus. This is where I learn so much. And this is still the way for me to learn, to hear from Him every day. And amazingly, when, when the Holy Spirit took over um, in being my teacher, I asked a lot of questions. And He started directing me to the Bible. And, and at the start, because I was a backsliding Catholic at that time, so I didn't know about the Bible. He'll even tell me the page number. Isn't that amazing? And the Holy Spirit made sure that I know more about God, about Jesus, and I know more about me and his calling. So give him time. You wanted to hear the voice of God? Give him time, personally, okay? And he will always cover you. He will envelope you with his love and by his love, okay? And... I always examine myself. The second, I always examine myself. Because I read that Jesus said, the devil is coming, but he has nothing on me. 
So afterwards, I asked the Lord, what else? I, I want that. And, and he gave me instruction. He gave me instruction, and I'm going to tell you about my first encounter with spiritual warfare. It's amazing. It's amazing. And the third is I kept on praying in understanding and in the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit told me not to be afraid, that He will guide me every step of the way. And He led me to read what Jesus said in John. Father, that they may know that you love them as much as you love me. That alone, that reality, that truth, that God the Father, because of Jesus, he loves me as much as he loves his only begotten son, that is more than enough for me to trust him and to believe and to follow him. And, uh, and that's when the Holy Spirit started showing me things giving me visions, giving me dreams, and then explaining those, uh, those dreams and visions to me. It is quite kind of Jeremiah. When God called Jeremiah in 1.10, it says that today I appoint you to be prophets of the nations over nations and kingdom. That is the anointing and authority of a prophet. It's over nations and kingdoms to overthrow, to uproot, to destroy to tear down, and then to build and to plant. And at the same time, when God called Jeremiah, he said, God, I am just a boy. And God told him, don't tell me that you're still a boy. He's just practically telling Jeremiah, I'm going to take care of you. I know that you're a boy when I called you. So I am the one who's going to to be responsible in training you. And the Lord did not waste any time if you're going to read Jeremiah. He says, what do you see, Jeremiah? He started giving Jeremiah a vision. And then when Jeremiah answered, he said, you, you have seen correctly. So the Lord took over. So what is the preparation of Jeremiah? You, he obeyed God and he followed those instructions. When God called you, my dear brothers and sisters, he knew who you are, your capabilities, and your weaknesses even. But he knows how, as long as you respond to that call, as long as you put your trust in him, he will start instructing you and directing you himself. You will hear the voice of God. Amen. Okay. So direct communication with him. You need to purify your heart every time. Every time that the Lord is going to do something awesome, he always convict his people of their sins. He, he, he wanted them to purify themselves. And this is what's happening all over the world. God is calling his people to return to their first love. Because you disobey Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39 the, com- the greatest commandment of all, to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, you will not hear the voice of God. So we need to return to our first, to our first love. Uh, that is the first and foremost important to the Lord. Amen. Okay. So purify yourself because God cannot stand in the presence of sin. Okay. Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Okay? Even Jesus, after he was baptized by John the Baptist at the Jordan River, and then he was baptized by the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Spirit led him into purification. This is and consecration. This is in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1. Why? To prepare Jesus as a son of man for the ministry. The Holy Spirit will direct and instruct us uh, to prepare for the works of service. Amen. Okay. Matthew chapter 4 verse 1. Um, then, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. It was the Holy Spirit who led Jesus to be tempted. Verse 2, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. That's when, uh, that's when the challenges will start coming in, okay? The Lord was physically hungry. That is the first challenge for him. Verse 3, all the way through 5, the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. He was quoting Deuteronomy. Okay? So, the very first challenge is, prove yourself that you're a son of God. You hear some people who are trying to manipulate you or make you feel guilty and wanting to get what they want from you is, I thought you're a Christian. Well, are you really anointed? Are you really called? Those are the challenges. Just disregard them. You have nothing to prove. You know and you know that you're born again. You know and you know that you are a child of God. You know and you know that you're called. You don't have nothing to prove. Because if you believe God, according to Matthew chapter 16, verse, starting with verse 17, the signs will follow you. Okay? That is, that is a true litmus test. For the believers and followers of our Lord Jesus Christ, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. They will speak in other tongues. Those are the signs. So Jesus answered him, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Satan again was quoting Psalm 91, starting with verse 12. See, even if Satan can quote you a scripture, it is a must for you and I to be able to discern the voice of God, especially in our days, okay? We hear too many voices, but if we know, if we communicate with God, we will be able to discern his voice and follow him. So Satan quoted Jesus, Psalm 91, and said, prove yourself that you're the son of God. You know that as a son of God, it is the desire of Jesus to be acknowledged, like you and I. Who, who wants to be hated? No, we all want to be popular. We all want people to like us. But we have to trust God on this, okay? So Jesus answered him in verse 7. It is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. That is Deuteronomy 6.16. So Jesus answered back with the right scripture. You, you and I have to know the will of God the word of God, 
okay, and the voice of God in order for us to know what we ought to do or what we ought to say. In verse 8, Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Again, this is a compromise. A lot of times, God will tell us and promise us something, and we want to help him, and we help him, and we end up compromising. Okay? Like our Lord Jesus also faced that temptation, so we can face it too. Okay? He said, I will give you this if you will bow down and worship me. What is the scripture says? The earth is the Lord's. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations of the world as your possession, the ends of the earth as your inheritance. Okay, they're already him. They were promised by God the Father to our Lord Jesus Christ. And here is Satan. I have them now. If you're going to bow with me, and then it is going to happen right here and now. It's a compromise. Thank God Jesus did not compromise. Verse 10. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay? And another thing, obedience is one of the keys in hearing the voice of God. We have, we have to know, and we have to recognize his voice. Amen. Every time the Lord reveals something to me, I, I'm in amazed and I learn something. On the um, Miracle Crusade in General Santos City, combined Alabel and General Santos City, I was praying. I have my notes and I was praying and I didn't get the message for that day. And I just focused I been I prepared, I prayed, and I didn't hear anything. Uh, I want you to listen to me. I knew that it is the perfect will of God that those people that are not saved will get saved in the, in that in that particular Sunday miracle service. And I know that it is the will of God that the the sick will get healed and people will get delivered. I know it is the will of God. It is his desire to use me as his mouthpiece. So I didn't have anything. The praise and worship is going on. I didn't have anything. As soon as I took the microphone, I heard the Holy Spirit. Tell them about your experience, about our relationship. And that's it. For the next one hour, I was talking about our wonderful Savior and he gave me the examples of my experiences. And he was able to touch everyone in that room with his love. I was told that they never realize that God is that really loving. Because they did not just hear it. They felt it. And the Lord, and the, through the Holy Spirit, was able to touch the very issues that they came for. My life will never be the same. I've seen so many miracles, okay? I've seen the move of God and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. 
but it never gets old. It is fresh every morning. Because you know why? Because if you are asked what is the greatest miracle, it is the miracle that you needed and you got when you needed it. That is our loving God. And I'm running out of time. So God bless you for tuning in. Uh, Next week, either me or Joshua will give you praise reports, more praise reports from the Philippines. And if you are in San Antonio area, join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-810. Our service is at 930. And if you cannot join us, please join us through live streaming. Find us on YouTube. And while you're at it, please click subscribe and like us or go to SOGMI.org and click live stream. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.